I sent you a pretty sweet link. It has nothing to do with beer, but I think it definitely merits talking about. Okay. Um, could you find it? Yeah. Just Google Pokemon Google Maps. Do you know about this dip? I, I heard something about it. If you go to the Google, you see the Pokemon. Yeah, pretty much. This is, like, clearly a hoax, though. You know that, right? Right. They're not going to actually give a job to someone who's... Well, the, I mean, the whole thing. Is April Fool's Day tomorrow? No. Welcome to Bruce Day Tuesday Podcast, episode 37, with your hosts Tyler Dryblatt, Sam Ginsberg, and Mike Boris. Here is Tyler Dryblatt. Thank you, Sam. Welcome to episode 37 of the Bruce Day Tuesday Podcast. What do we have for you this week? Uh, petition to send beers through the mail. I think we can all get behind that. Some health, uh, healthy beer tips, and we're back to seeing our friend's left hand doing some legal wrangling. But uh, first, I guess we'll talk about what everybody's drinking. Wait, what do you guys got? Did you just do a rundown? Are we doing a I, rundown now? I liked it. Thank you. It feels like a real news program or something. Like, I don't. If I were listening to this for information, I would now be helped further along in my quest for information. But anyone who's listening to this for information is just so confused. <laughs> you gotta start somewhere, you know? Baby steps. Alright, so I have Yaba Daba Chai Tea Porter. Beer with spices added. Uh, and, uh... I, there's not really much to say. It's called Chai Tea Porter. It's probably a porter that tastes like chai tea. In fact, it's probably a brown ale that tastes like chai tea. We will see. <coughs> Alright, uh, so I just learned that apparently I have a classic Old Rasputin Russian Imperial Stout by uh, North Coast Brewing Company. I don't think I've ever had anything by North Coast. Um, it's got some Russian on the bottle, so I can't read that part. <laughs> but, yeah, it should be good. I'm excited. Today I have a beard that I'm kind of apprehensive about. Okay. It's, uh, uh, let, me, let me guess. Is it Chai Tea Porter? It's, no, it's not. I would be apprehensive about that, too. It's, a, it's an imported Belgian beer. Usually I'm down with the Belgians. This is a uh, Blanche de Namur, which I'm sure I'm pronouncing wrong. Um, it is a bottled-conditioned wheat beer brewed with coriander, orange peel, and here's my problem, licorice. Yeah. I really, really don't like licorice, so I'm worried about drinking this. I would be, too. Are we Are we all licorice haters? Well, well I mean... One of us can't I, be. I right. like Twizzlers, you know. That's not licorice, I do dog. like Twizzlers, too, but yeah. I think it's just, it's anus but, that I hate, and I don't think Twizzlers says anus. It's pronounced anus. Anise? No, it's not, it's not anus, that's all I know for sure. Okay. Because I don't hate anuses. Are you talking about aniseed? What? Aniseed? Yes, the stuff in, the stuff in licorice, anus. Yeah. So, I don't know, I, I'm actually really nervous about drinking this beer. It's only 4.5%, but I just feel like it might taste just super bad. Well, yeah, licorice sucks. Although, yep. the, kind of the same argument that I have in favor of this beer, having not really had it yet, and your beer having not really had it yet, is, like, good on you for trying something new and interesting. Yeah. I mean, I've brewed beer with radishes, and 
I thought it was good, but most people didn't because it kind of tasted like dirt. But You also thought your wine was good. No, I thought my wine was good for someone who doesn't like wine because I don't. Okay. Um, but I, I, any anytime someone uses an interesting ingredient or an interesting tactic, I kind of have to give them props, even if the product isn't good. But there's there's a certain point where you gotta you gotta taste it. Like when you're done, like trying something crazy is fun, but you gotta taste it at the end and then decide to like bottle it and sell it and be like, yeah, people should like I'm gonna trick people into spending money on that's, this even though it's bad. That's a really good point of like being a microbrew versus a homebrew. Right. If I make if I make two cases of shitty beer, it's not like I'm not gonna drink it or give it to friends. Right, but you're also not gonna try and sell it and stake the reputation of your company on yeah. it. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. Maybe this brewery doesn't have a very good reputation. Same. Maybe we should give them like a, a B or a C for effort instead of an A for. Effort. Okay, that's fair. Because I I do appreciate that they're trying to. Um, a gentleman's B for effort. Uh, yeah. Where Where do we go now? Where do we go? Um. Well, he said his beer was super bad. Super bad is a movie. And what else do you have to say about movies? Uh, mine's pretty bad. Should I go first? Your what is pretty bad? I don't understand. Uh, this transition is—I don't understand it. Well, so Please so movies. So every week we do this thing with the uh-huh. movies. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Where we we just say gross stuff. We do what now? What podcast is this? Sorry, I'm on so many. I get them confused. I am not. Huh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so y- yours is bad. You want to start us off? Sure. Um, so basically, a group of soldiers have to embark on this quest to remove the pubes from one of their comrades. Saving Ryan's privates. Try again. Saving Ryan's privates. Remove the pubes. Saving Ryan's privates. Shaving Private Ryan. For shaving Private Ryan. Okay. But yeah, so that was mine. Uh, pretty mild on the on the on the spectrum, I'd yeah. say of. Well, I think I've heard that one before. Well, yours was uh, not gross enough and also not difficult enough, so I will go no, next because wasn't. mine is both too gross and too difficult. Okay. And maybe we can go uh, Goldilocks on this and you'll really round this out, Tyler. Um, Let's see. Actually, mine I did not come up with. This is courtesy of Three Stacks. Uh, she gave me the title, but her description was kind of weak, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to make a new one up. Um, okay, so and there are hints in play because this is very difficult, I think. Uh, it's, a, it's a motion picture about blowjobs where – and there are two specific facets of the blowjob, and those are the two words in the title. One, swallowing is in play, and okay. two, uh, there's um, – the texture of the throat is is this is the second aspect. Smooth. Uh, it I wouldn't and I wouldn't say that it's necessarily a good texture. Dry. No. Does it have anything to do with the movie Die Hard? No, I don't know where you're going with that. Me neither. <laughs> Two word movies. Two word movies, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so something to do with the texture of the throat. That's not a good texture of a throat. Right, um, and that's the second. That's the second well, word. The, the word isn't the the like, word isn't the texture itself. It's just. It's related to texture, I guess. In this context, one's about swallowing. Yeah, you might want to start with swallowing. I think so, you, that word's easier to get to. I don't know that I can think of a word for swallowing except swallowing. 
Gulp. Chug. Whoa, whoa. What was your first one? Gulp. That is correct. Gulp. Woo! The first word is gulp. Is that like gold? What? Gulp finger. What? No, gulp. come on. Gulp finger, that is so weak. And incorrect also. Oh. What kind of texture is finger, um, sir? Would you like to feel? No, no I'm good. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I've only, I've only really experienced one texture of throat, so I'm not really... Right. I don't have a ton of experience in the variety here. What what movies sound like gulp? Gulp diction. What, gulp you've got the right movie. Friction. Yes, gulp friction. Oh, gulp friction. Really, you liked that? I did. I, uh, I think it's pretty good. It was better than Shaving Private Ryan, so I'll give you that. Yeah. I, I like gulp friction. That's funny. Thank you to Three Stacks. All right. Does that mean I, you made her watch Pulp Fiction? No, it means I'm trying to make her watch Pulp Fiction. Ah. So, so I, stop me if I've used this one before because I can't remember. Um, this movie is is uh, people remembering and mourning the loss of ejaculate. Hmm. Gone with the jizz. No, come on. Is sperm in the title? Nope. Come. Jizz. Nope. Nope. Spunk. Nope. How many words do we have for this thing? I feel like when Brian was on, we had to do this exact same thing and it took us forever. Uh, semen. No. Did I, I guess semen I, already? I think that's the word he used. He used ejaculate. Oh, he, you're right, he did. So what are we at now? Seven words for Something like semen? That. <laughs> uh, I think Brian guessed jasm. Is jazz correct? No, it's not. It could be. It could be used to refer to to both male and female ejaculate. Does that help at all? Oh, fun goop. No, not fun goop. <laughs> I thought that was the byproduct when they both mixed. Oh right, 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 right. Um, juices, just like no, very broad. No. Squirt. No. Should we come at this from another angle? I feel like we're we're losing it. Well, really, the only the only word I've changed. Is this is this word for ejaculate? What was the rest of the It's cream? a four-word title. I've only changed the last word. It's not cream. It is cream. It's cream. Field of creams. That's three rats. <laughs> Field uh, of creams is a good one. <laughs> well, now we can't use it. Rats. And what, what was the plot again? I was stuck on the jizz part. So it's it's uh, people remembering and mourning the loss of ejaculate. The loss of cream. Yes. Uh, dream? That is the word I am changed. Yeah, that's the original word. Okay. Field of Dreams is the only movie I can think of with Dream in it. Yeah. Dreamweaver, Dream Eater. It ends Those with, are, it ends that's with, a Pokemon move. Ends with Dream. And ends yes, with dream. it is. <laughs> four, four words ending in Dream. Like, I feel like at this point we don't even need the porno part. We should be able to think of a four-word movie title ending in Dream, but I can't. Do you want me to check what the, the real movie's about? No. Not yet, at least. Requiem for a cream? Yep, that's the one. Is that what Requiem means? Yeah, I had no idea what Requiem means. Yes. I, I thought Requiem was like a type of song. Well, a Requiem is like a like a, a mass for the dead. Oh, why did I think it was a type of... Oh, Legend of Zelda, that's why. <laughs> Video games got you again. Rats. Usually they're helpful. Yeah. Um, okay, great. Rats. That's all I got is rats. I wish I knew what Requiem meant better. 
Uh, could have done like rectum for a cream or something. It's close. I could have. You're right. If I had only gone a little further. I think, you know, he made a stylistic choice and it kind of worked. So. I respect it. Um, have you do, done any things, Tyler? Uh, no things. Well, yesterday was Becca's birthday, so I did a lot of stuff, but no stuff that directly applies to my life, really. Well, um, pe- the listeners probably care at this point more about Becca than you, so you want to tell us what Becca's up to then? Uh, what did we do? Becca wants to gauge her ears a little, which is kind of interesting. I disapprove. Do we get a vote? Probably not. <laughs> I, I already voted. It was no. I don't know if I get one or not. Yeah, I was going to vote no. That's two for no, Becca. Yeah, I don't know. So we, uh, I guess she's she's not looking to get them, like, huge, you know, but maybe a little stretched out. And so we, we wandered around looking for somebody who might do that. But then we forgot it was Sunday, so they were closed. I never understood gauge ears. Like, who wakes up and is like, you know it would be great? If the hole in my ear was, like, bigger. Well, and now I'm not necessarily defending it, but I guess Becca's earlobes are already pretty torn up because, like, her brother messed with her ears when she was a kid. So at least this way they might be stylistically torn up. I don't really know. I guess when I really get down to it, I don't understand gauging ears in the same way that I don't understand earrings. Yeah. Your ears are just fine. Why are you poking holes in them? What's your deal? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, the Jews made up circumcision, so there's that. Well, I didn't have a choice in the matter, dog. No, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying (laughs) at some point, like, an entire religion looked at their penises and was like, you know what would be better? If we, like, cut the skin off this thing for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, at the time, it it did have health benefits. Like, we've way outgrown them now, but made sense then. Uh, But we can talk. We we already talked too much about dicks, I think. Oh, and then, so, more stuff that happened on Becky's birthday that related to another thing. So then she had a bunch of people over, including that girl who, who didn't give my roommate his her number, but then invited him to that party. You oh, right. Follow-up. Follow-up. So um, we totally heard them banging. Nice! Uh, Our listeners love closure. That's great. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It, what an odd ending to, to this odd he, beginning. Is he there now? No, he's not here now. Come on. Yep, so that's that. Nice. Um, I actually have some, some content for Boris's segment. Oh, do you? Yeah, I've decided that Boris's segment is what ladies are infatuated with Boris this week. Because <laughs> last week, or perhaps it was the week before, we I think we talked about how Three Stacks likes Boris more than she should. <laughs> uh, well, this week, okay, so this is this is kind of a, a, a multi-layered situation. I don't know where to start, um, but I'm going to start right here. Um, Excuse me. So we, we played Can Jam a few times this weekend, which like is... Like, literally all weekend. It was... It's one of my favorite games, so I was in a great mood the whole time. And uh, Three Stacks was playing, and uh, she was kind of having an off game, which happens. And... Uh, she kept apologizing, because I was on her team. She kept apologizing to me for uh, for her play, and, you know, it's fine. I, like, wasn't really worried about it, uh, and she, but she kept saying she was sorry, and, uh, and Boris says to her very kindly, very calmly, you're too apologetic, to which <laughs> she her did. reaction was to flinch and cower. Which is actually her reaction to a lot of things, and I, I hadn't really noticed how frequent it was. Yeah. So I started looking for it. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, you should be less apologetic, three stacks. Yeah, for sure. Um, so naturally I had to, you know, intervene and defend her from his tyranny. Uh, yeah, Boris, why don't you calm down with your helpful criticism? Sorry. I don't know. Quit apologizing, dickhead! Um, but, but after, afterwards, uh, when she, I think she kind of was pretty bashful about how she had behaved because it was peculiar and everyone was confused, and, uh, Boris hugged her to make her feel better, and that was very nice. Uh, and this is the part of the story that Boris doesn't know. Uh, um, Three Sacks was talking to her friend, um, who, for for reasons of uh, safety and security, will remain unnamed. We'll call her um, Glass Plus Glass and Multi-Surface Cleaner. So, Glass Plus Glass and Multi-Surface Cleaner. I didn't know cleaner. you had cleaning utensils in your house. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, Three Sacks is good friends with this girl named Glass Plus. <laughs> uh, don't tell anyone that I used her real name, Glass Plus. That's not a terrible name, actually. <laughs> um, she told her friend, uh, that she had hugged Boris, and her friend is very jealous. But the Ooh. thing about her friend is she has a boyfriend. Um, oh. But she just, like, I guess really likes boy attention, so whenever... Any boy is giving a girl attention that isn't her. She finds that very frustrating. And I find that behavior very frustrating. Yeah. I think it's kind of funny, personally. I but just... Yeah, I don't have to deal with the flack from it, so... I would, I would just really hate to be her boyfriend. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think I could date a girl like that. Or, like, her friend? I don't know. Apologies to, to anyone listening who might be offended by that, but... Like, that seems like a kind of not good quality in a friend. Yeah, I I agree. You're on notice, Glass Plus. Wow, Boris, you're, you're really calling her out, this lady who's totally infatuated with you. You clearly not infatuated with her. Well, from what I've heard of her, which is exactly one thing that is, in my opinion, very negative. I'm no, <laughs> no, I'm not. Not infatuated is about how I would describe that feeling. I'm about 80% sure you've met her. She hot? Ha! <laughs> Let's get to the important part. <laughs> Fuck, three sex listens. Um, um, no, I, yeah, I think she's cute. Okay. Uh, you can edit that with, like, attractive or something if you need to maintain your you... reputation. No, I, I mean, I think that's a reasonable thing. Um, she actually, uh, at one point, she was at Karaoke Kid. You may have met her there. I didn't go to that one? I don't... Oh, that no. one I was there with Lizzie? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Okay, because there was one time I, I brought a date there, and then there was another time when uh, you guys all went, but I had to get up early the next day, so I did not go. Uh, early early in my experiences with Three Stacks, uh, we, well, when I say we, I mean myself and some other people. I don't remember if Forrest was there. I think he probably wasn't. Uh, we went to the Karaoke Kid, and Three Stacks brought Glass Plus, and... And, and and she kind of ex three sex kind of explained to me like that this is how she acts and like so basically it was the three of us standing together and clearly I'm more interested in talking to three stacks than I am in talking to glass plus and it's not like I'm being a huge asshole and boxing her out of the conversation but she's not why I'm there you know yeah um, karaoke's why you're there well actually it was Lars's birthday that's why I was there okay uh, but um yeah I was not there for this oh yeah I gave Lars a lap dance it was great um but we got we got my boy Alan up in the mix. I was like, 
Alan, do me a solid. This girl over there really likes attention from boys. Also, she has a boyfriend. And he was like, alright. And he just like, kinda hit on her a little bit. Like, not like hardcore hit on her, because he knew she had a boyfriend. But hit on her enough to make her feel special. And I was just like, damn, you didn't have to do that. What a great guy. Now I like you for a reason other than your adorable dog. No, I already liked him. Check and mate. Yeah. He's a great guy, and also Chloe is one of the best dogs. Chloe's a boss. I wish your girlfriend's nickname, or your lady friend, whatever she is, I wish her nickname was Slee Stacks instead of Three Stacks. Well, Slee Stacks? Like, yeah, like Land of the Lost. It's a kind of a dinosaur, a fictional kind of dinosaur. Okay. Um, well, Three Stacks is from, um, from a, a rap song. International Players Anthem. You don't know it? Uh, I can't say I am. I was invited to that gathering of players from the world. Uh, it's a, it's a pretty great song. It features Outcast heavily. Where to next? Article Town. Article Town. Article Town. So here's something I think everybody can get behind. I don't know that much about beer law, despite liking beer and trying not to get arrested again. Um. But apparently back in the day, uh, maybe during the Prohibition times, maybe a little earlier, but uh, the postal, there was a law passed that banned the Postal Service from shipping all spiritus, Venus, 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 Winies. Yeah, Winus. Malted, fermented, or other intoxicating liquors of any kind. Yeah, 1909 um, is pre-Prohibition, just so you know. Yeah. But did, then, what did you major know, in again? What? What did you major in again? Uh, being unemployed. I thought it because I thought it was history. Whatever. Okay, great. Um, it's an employable skill. I employ lots of history majors. Can you can you kill them so I can have their job? Yeah, on it. He already applied. Right. But um, yeah. So I guess that law has never, even though prohibition, you know, people can sell booze to people all the time. You still can't send it through the mail. But I guess there's a, a We the People petition to to remove that penalty or roadblock. So I I'm thought it was sure a state why. law because I've actually looked into this. And I know in college we tried to get some beer shipped to us, but it's illegal to mail beer to the state of Massachusetts. Yeah. But And that I thought that implied that it was legal other places because I know some wineries and stuff ship, but... I mean, I, I I was a member of a beer of the month club for a while. Yeah, like Wall and, Street, or um, what's it called? That newspaper. The Wall Street Journal? Wall Street Journal, yeah. They do uh, like a wine tasting thing where they mail you 12 bottles of wine. So I wonder if either there's some kind of permit you can get, or if those offers are just unavailable in many states. Because I got, I got mine in Pennsylvania. Uh, okay. Do we know anything else? Tyler. Do we know anything else, Tyler? Um, you know, it doesn't. It doesn't really say. Uh, I don't know. This is just like a, like I said, it's a We the People petition, which, like, the White House answered a We the People petition about building a Death Star. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this isn't exactly um, going to change policy. It is kind of interesting. It says that Senator Tom Carper, D. Delaware is trying to bring the USPS out of the Stone Age. So maybe, I don't know, maybe there's some support higher up for 
sending booze through the mail. But I don't know. It, it's kind of interesting that you can't do it, I guess. Has We the People uh, done anything? Done anything. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I'm no expert. I would have to say probably not. I know there was also one to uh, change the national anthem to Ignition to Remix by R. Kelly. They got enough signatures that supposedly the president had to review it. And he just said no immediately, obviously. Which is why I will never well, vote for him again. <laughs> well, you can't. Which is also why I will never <laughs> vote for him again, but primarily... No, dude, we cannot change the national anthem. Dude, how dope would that it's, be? No, but it's all my hometown has going for it. The whole infrastructure of Frederick, Maryland is that Francis Scott Key is from there. Dude, I, I gotta be honest. Like, when I'm weighing these options, and one of them is our national anthem is remixed to Ignition, and the other is Sam feels slightly more shitty about his hometown... Like, I gotta go with changing the national anthem Don't to look remix at it. to ignition. Don't look at it as, I feel slightly shittier about my hometown. Think of it as, Mitch feels slightly shittier about where he is now. Uh, well, I'll mail him some beer, and he'll be all better. There you go. Also, just imagine the Olympics, like, when the U.S. wins oh, gold medal. God. And they're just, like, bumping and grinding on the podium. I don't think they would be bumping and grinding. Bumping and grinding and hey. peeing on underage girls' faces. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, like, like an Olympian should. <laughs> Wait. The, what was that again? Bumping and grinding and peeing on other girls' faces? What's the original movie? <laughs> was that a porno title? I don't understand. Um. Oh, I just thought of another one. Give it to us. Okay. Slap it so, at us. God, man, I don't really know. Uh, I don't really know what the backstory is. Hold on. Take, take a minute right. and formulate it. Um, so the original movie is a sequel. I'll, I'll tell you that. Uh, Empire Dykes back. <laughs> I immediately went no. to that too. Uh, let me see here. All right. Empire Strikes Back. It's about a it's about a girl who has to. Oh, this doesn't make any sense. This is really hard. Um, Wait, is that the plot? No, it, it it's about a girl who has to who has to. Uh, what does she have to do, Tyler? What does she, she has to, to do? She has to, uh, so it's about ejaculate again, I can tell you that. Great. <laughs> it, it's about a girl who has, has to get on the level of a whole bunch of ejaculate. About a girl who has to get on the level of a whole bunch of ejaculate. Yeah. Good thing we already went through every synonym for ejaculate. Yeah, you, should we just rattle these off real quick? Uh, oh jizz? Oh. Get on the so like climbing the... Wait, is it a girl specifically, or could this be a, a male as well? I guess it could be anybody. Okay. See, I'm never sure whether you're you're just describing the porno you would like to see, or if like that's pivotal to the title that it's oh, a it's... girl. Okay. Damn it! The title is way better than the backstory. I had to come up with a backstory on the fly because it just sprung into my head, but okay. it's really no good. Okay. Um. Get on the level. Is that like altitudinally? <laughs> I don't even. Oh boy. I'm just trying to think of sequels. Oh right, I forgot it was a sequel. Yeah, it's a sequel, dude. Uh. Pie harder. No. <laughs> Live cream or pie hard? <laughs> no. Pie hard with a. I don't. I don't have one for this. It's not Die Hard. Damn it! Wait, what other movies have sequels? I thought it was just Die Hard. 
Star Wars. <laughs> Die Hard. It's not Die Hard or Star Wars. No. And, and, and it's a sequel, you say? Yeah. The original, well, uh, both the original and the sequel, um, they're dance movies. Dance movies. Step it up. Oh, close! You're getting close. What's the sequel? Bring to it s- on. No, no, it is no, Step Up. Of oh. oh, Step Up. I don't know what the sequel to Step Up is called. Why do you know what the sequel to Step Up is called? So there's no way you would have been hold able to get. I, I do not know the well, title. Hold on, of this hold movie. on. Now raising the bladder. Well, I think the getting on the level is the step up part. Ah, I think we cool. already got that part. Now we just have to get to the the, the semen's the easy part. Step up semen, two. Step the up two, getting even closer. Step up to semen jizz. <laughs> yeah, ding ding ding. Uh, fuck. Um, hold on. Let's just see if we can get the jizz word. Uh, is it jizz? It's not. It it doesn't. It's more the action. Come. Action of ejaculating. Step up two. Come again. <laughs> no. Step up two. Spurt explosion. <laughs> no. Step up to orgasm harder. Nope. Um, How about I? You want to know the name of the original movie, and you can try to translate it. Wait, yes. is, is is nut? Is the word nut in play? It is not. Okay, then yes, tell us. <laughs> okay, so the original movie is Step Up to the Streets. Step up to the skeets. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you built that up way more <laughs> than you should have. Yeah, I'm gonna have to throw in that womp womp noise here. <laughs> not impressed by Step Up to the Skeets. <laughs> Just, no, no, I'm not. I'm mostly just upset with the fact that you both knew there was a sequel and knew what it was called. <laughs> Do you have any tiny female cousins? Is that why? I feel like that's the only excuse. The only female cousin I have is older than me. Oh, I see. All right. Well, let's get. You want to get back to, to real things, like more articles? Sure. Okay. So this next one is, I think, is, is kind of cool. Um, everybody likes. Well, I don't know about everybody. I'm guessing the three of us probably like meat. I like meat. I know we like beer, and I'm pretty sure we like pouring beer on our meats. Circumstantially. It's a tasty way to cook up a steak, and science says it's good for you. Apparently, uh, pouring beer on your meat before you cook it reduces um, polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons. Let's just call those PAHs. Pause, so scientific of you, Sam. Which so yeah, is... these bastards are uh, like uh, carcinogenic um, little guys that pop up when you grill your steak. I guess because the fat touches embers and magic happens and then science kills you. But if you pour beer, particularly dark black beers, on your on your beer or uh, on your steak and then cook it up, you can reduce those pause by fifty three percent. You see, the, here's my issue with this. Um, when I eat grilled meat, I think exactly zero about uh, polycyclic aromatic hydro, hydrocarbons. But if I think to myself, I should pour beer on this meat so that there will be less carcinogens, then I'm thinking about the 47% carcinogens that's in it. So, as far as what is confronting my reality, it will be a, a strictly an increase in carcinogens. Well, it's, it's also not just pouring beer on your meat. Like, you hold it out over the sink and, like, pour some beer on it. It's like a, a beer marinade, which are delicious. They are delicious. I just like that, because 
you know, most times things taste good and you're, you're combining two things that taste good, it's probably unhealthy. Right. And while this is still somewhat unhealthy in that it's, you know, beer that has whatever it is that's bad for you and you're still eating red meat, at least it's a little healthier and you get two good things that aren't doing bad for you at least this time. So you can feel good about yourself. Only sort of. Only sort of. I will tell you, some of the best steak I ever had was that hobo steak we cooked up when we went camping. I'm not sure if you were there, Sam. I was there one of the times. We made it in the woods, and we used baked bean sauce. Yeah, delicious. And then Schmaltzy and Nick came out of nowhere. We were just like, yeah. we're in the woods behind the cemetery. What the fuck are you guys doing out there? And they're like, we brought brandy. And we're like, what's going on? As no, a, that, that classic camping drink, brandy. is a wild experience, okay? It tasted kind of like burnt car tires. Brandy or carcinogens? <laughs> Probably both. Huh. I'm not sure that's what brandy's supposed to taste like. Well, talk about the brandy. It was some weird, it was some funky liquor we drank. Well, they kept holding it over the fire and saying that that was good for it. I was just drinking my beer. Good job, Sam. Also, wasn't, was that the time that um, we were throwing hatchets at trees because it's the most fun thing in the world? Yes. You ever throw a hatchet into into a tree from 15 paces? Yeah. It's so cool. Like, even if you miss 80 times in a row, that 81st time, you're like, I'm the manliest man! It's the best. Yeah, then you have to find another tree, though, because it, like, disintegrates into a pile of wood sticks, so. Well, we don't all go to the gym, okay, Boris? If you had agreed with me, no one would be able to, like... I mean, yeah, for sure, my muscles are big. There you go, Sam. You're right through that tree. Shut up, Tyler, you pussy. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Should we just go right on to our last article then? Uh, sure. All right. Since we don't really have any interesting personal tales. Um, so last week, we told you about Left Hand Brewing Company. Uh, they're trying to copyright Nitro, I guess, which is... Of the style of beer they do where they nitrogenate it. Am I saying that correctly, Boris? Yes, you are. Excellent. Nitrogenate it. And they're they're trying to copyright that term, I guess, which we all thought was kind of silly. But in a, in a totally different legal proceeding, Left Hand is getting sued by Duclaw Brewing Company over a name dispute of some of their beer. Um, I guess Left Hand... I'm not really too familiar with either one of these brewings, although I think you are, Sam. Um, I mean, Duclaw's from sort of near where I'm from. Had a few left hands. Yeah, well, apparently Left Hand makes a Sawtooth Ale and Blackjack Porter, which I guess debuted in 1994. And then Duclaw also has a Sawtooth beer and a Blackjack beer, which came out in 1998. So two companies... Uh, Supposedly happened to pick the same two names for their breweries. Yeah, one of those is a, one of those is an understandable coincidence. Right, two like, of those is a conspiracy. Yeah, I was so, gonna say if anything, like you said, Sawtooth first, and I was like, of all the names to like conflict on a brew, it's Sawtooth. But yeah, Blackjack makes more sense to me. But yeah. still, yeah, both of those is a little sketchy. Yeah, but what what really confuses me is that Duclaw, which clearly had those names four years after Left Hand. Is, is now suing Left Hand to get them to stop using those names in Maryland because Duclaw, I guess, considers that their territory. I, well, as a Marylander, 
Other than Flying Dog, Duclaw is kind of a, a bigger brewery. So it just – I don't know how they're going to get anywhere with this lawsuit, though. Like, it's got to be – it looks like it's very on record that Duclaw came out with these names four years later. And but did left, I, did left hand like did Duclock try and copyright it before left hand maybe? Maybe. I mean, don't know. I guess it's a trademark thing. I don't know how similar that is to copywriting. I assume it's like the same thing, but for a name. I guess. Well, copyright it's, copyright you get a, a C with a circle, and trademark you get a little TM. Ah, thank you, Sam. Yep. Legal advice from Sam Ginsburg, <laughs> everyone. Sam knows a lot about bird law too. <laughs> but. I, I don't know. It's I guess you need to know more law stuff to understand all this law business. But it it's like we said last week, you know, all you little guys stop stop messing with each other. Band together for the greater good, you know? Yeah. Sad to see. But yeah, I guess at this point then they're they're stuck with either both having two beers that are the same name or one of them just has to like they gotta they gotta find some nice way to to let one of them have it. I feel like Left Hand has to get them, right? Left Hand came up with them first. Under the, like, That's... not be a dick rule. Yeah, well, yeah. But that rule rarely, if ever, applies. Right. Oh, right. I forgot what anywhere. a law is. It's a thing that I don't like, usually. It's a thing that's like, you two clearly can't be nice on your own, so we have to somehow enforce this. Oh, you go nope. you go Solomon on this shit, cut all, every bottle of both of their beers in two. And then I'll drink them all. No. In the so, name of justice. I... I think left hand should have to sell saw jack and uh, Duplaw sells black tooth. Black tooth? Man, when you said saw jack, I was like, that's a beer I wouldn't buy. And then you said black tooth, and I was like, that is a beer I would pay to not have to drink. <laughs> black tooth? <laughs> Sounds like it has methamphetamines in it. I would drink saw jack. I don't know. It's kind of cool. Wait. Hey, old fella, you want you want to drink of this black tooth I got here? It's real good for what ails you. Man, you sound like one of those hobos you run into on the train tracks. Well, I am king of the hobos. You don't have any tails from the railroad tracks, I don't imagine. Way too wet out. I, I cannot take my brakes on the railroad tracks when the railroad tracks are underwater. Word. Science. hope the hobos are keeping dry. <laughs> yeah. I'm just worried about them, you know? I'm just... Well, I hope they're keeping dry because they're probably less ornery when they're dry. Man, you wonder why... Th- uh, train tracks get abandoned. Maybe it's because they're submerged. Like, that's not where trains should go. You'd think you would build that shit on the high ground. You would think so. It is it is very, very wet by the train tracks. Gross. That's what I said about New Orleans, too, but... You would build a city on the high ground? Or just, you know, not below sea level. Yeah. Venice scoffs at you, Boris. Yeah, well... Scoff away. I'm not ready to rate my beer yet, but it would be nice to to hear a little bit about the beers we're drinking. We haven't really talked about them at all today. Okay. Well, I'm going to start with that I'm kind of pleasantly surprised. Uh, I don't actually really like chai tea. I find it too sweet. And this porter actually has a little bit of bitterness to it. So in my case specifically, that works out. Um, I think porter is an exaggeration. My suspicion that it's more of a brown ale was correct, which uh, not really surprised because I feel like Usually, beers that are kind of trying to show off are going to embellish with their titles, but that's okay. I think there's a, a little bit of an issue with they used a, a roasted barley that kind of, instead of imparting the porteriness, just imparts a little bit of a burnt aftertaste, which is not pleasant. But as a whole, it's much better than I thought it would be. 
I guess I don't want to go into the whole rating scheme yet, but that's what I got so far. Um, well, I actually finished mine already. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, no, I went through that thing because I was going to say my first comment was just like, so I got the uh, Old Rasputin Russian Imperial Stout, and that bitch rings in at 9%, and it was probably the most drinkable 9% beer I've ever had. Like, that, it was very smooth, like, the texture was amazing. Probably the darkest beer I've ever drank in terms of, like, just color and opacity. It was very, very dark, very solid beer, really good thick uh, mouthfeel, but, like, I don't know, usually with stouts, I kind of get this bitter aftertaste that makes me, like, kind of think twice about having another sip for a little while, so I go through them a little slower, uh, but I just, like, pounded that. Maybe I was just super thirsty, but, no, went down real smooth, no weird, bitter, stouty aftertaste. I liked it a lot. That is cool. Yeah, I am also uh, pleasantly surprised with mine so far. This this licorice beer, well, coriander orange film licorice, it's really light, um... I don't know. It feels it feels a little fizzy on the tongue, and I was worried about the licorice taste. And there is something in there that I'm like, hmm, that's that's odd. But on the whole, it's just uh, I don't know. It it feels really refreshing, really light. It's it's an interesting beer. Um, so on the whole, it's really refreshing. How is it uh, in your mouth? It's it's quite light. Mouths are a whole. I'm making an anus joke. Just let me make an anus joke. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm really not sure what to rate it. Um, because well, we're it not is, rating it, goddammit. I know we're not rating it, and I'm glad we're not rating it, because I don't know what to rate it, so I have to think on it a little more. But it, it's something. It's a wacky little beer. Tell you about how Sam fucked up my head this weekend. Well, yeah? that's not exactly the way I would prefer you worded that. I know. I would say, I'd say I made a creative uh, choice. Design and decision, by, and I believe, by, was and, the term. We've been throwing around right. this weekend. Uh, stylistic choice. Stylistic choice, except it was an accident also. So really just, I did a bad job. <laughs> so things you don't want to hear your barber or your surgeon say are, whoops, I did a bad job. <laughs> I think the word that I used is, huh, uh-oh. <laughs> so uh, I decided that it was like 6 p.m. about to go out, and I'd been meaning to do a, do my haircut this weekend. And I say do my haircut because I, like, have clippers, and I don't pay someone to do what anyone can do. So I just buzz it myself. Usually I put a little three on there, which makes it short, but not that short. Can I make a small interjection here? It's all you. We had been day drinking. Go on. We had been <laughs> day drinking. Um, yeah, so so I'm like, all right, who's going to cut my hair? Uh, Sam so graciously volunteers his services. Um... So, yeah, he does the whole thing, and then he's like, oh, how do I get around the ears? And I'm like, well, you got to take the guard off and be a little careful and just kind of, like, go around go around the ear. He goes, all right, and then I just feel him go, like, straight up the side of my head <laughs> uh, with no guard on the razor or anything. Um, so then I quickly got a one haircut, which is the shortest you can get, pretty much. And I don't hate it. I still don't I like know it. what I was supposed to do. I mean, there's just a little bit that the guard can't get, so you just gotta, like, be careful and, like, you go around. I don't know. I thought it was common knowledge. Apparently it wasn't. What about how I look or my level of sobriety at the time led you to believe that I was the person to do that? You volunteered. No, I, I volunteered because no one else wanted to. I said that and I... And I accepted you because literally a monkey could do it. I... Fuck you. Also, probably. I, <laughs> I said... But my, not a drunk monkey. I said that I could do the back. 
and then and then you gonna I thought do everything other than the back, and then you're like, now nah, you're doing the whole thing. Oh. And then I was like, hold my beer. Neither of us will be making this mistake again. I feel no, sir. Well, if it makes you feel any better, it's probably the third worst haircut I've given after that time I cut You've my practiced? own hair. After you did that, and you practiced after. If you'll let me finish. That time I cut my own hair, and that other time I cut my own hair. <laughs> Another way to word this is, that's the best haircut I've ever given. <laughs> I prefer third worst, actually. Third worst, yeah. One time, I was wondering what Sam was up to, so I went into the bathroom, and I found him trimming his hair with a pair of scissors. I hope they were, like, safety scissors, like the tiny ones with the rounded corners. Yeah, the, you know, they had nice blue handles on them, if I can remember. That's true. Nice. Uh, yeah, I was just in the. It wasn't even like we were in an apartment or anything. It's like it was freshman year, so it was dorm living. There was like a communal bathroom that eight dudes shared. You did I not just, cut your hair all over it. I cut my hair all over it. Actually, all I cut my hair all over it, and then like people kept walking in on oh. what was happening and helping. And so by the end, it was like half of the people responsible for the bathroom just doing stuff to my head until I was completely bald. <laughs> I don't know how you thought that was ending, but no, my, that's no, how it was ending. My, no, my game plan was to become bald. They did a much better job of making me bald than I would have done alone. It was not a good look. He looked like Bat Boy. <laughs> God damn it. Did you have the beard? No, I couldn't grow a beard back then. Okay. Yeah, Dempy called me Sam Frank. Because <laughs> oh. I was also way skinnier back then. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Sam Frank. He's a bad person. Sure, he's in the Peace Corps right now as we speak. He's a bad person. You know what the best part about about all of those Dempy stories is? Or the best Dempy story, in my opinion? The fact that he just got a diploma that said Dempy on it. Wait, really? Well, like, it wasn't really a diploma. He, he switched some things right around, like, the last couple weeks. So they had to change what it was going to say on his diploma. So while everybody else got their real diploma at graduation, if you opened his up, it just had a piece of paper that said Dempy in it. <laughs> like, like, because they needed to hand everyone something for show? Yeah. So it's just a piece of construction paper with Dempy written on it in Sharpie? No, it was like it was like a computer paper printout, and it just had Dempy printed on it. Man, I hope it was in Comic Sans. <laughs> Comic Sans sums that boy up so well. I hope you got one of those really nice frames for it and everything. I mean, that, like people get for their own diplomas and then put that in it because that would be awesome. I wouldn't be surprised. He's such a goofy bitch. I mean, I would do that. Someone gave me a diploma that just said like Boris on it. I would do that. It was very amusing. Oh, um, bottled some beer this weekend. Did you? What did you well, bottle? This this week, not this weekend. Um, made a a banana vanilla Dunkelweizen, but the banana and the vanilla didn't really come through. So, uh, it's just a Dunkelweizen, but it's, I mean, it's pretty solid. There's not a whole lot, a whole lot of flavor in the Weizen family, which is why Mitch likes them so much. But I think it's, I think it's going to be a solid beer. It's, it's six, seven, which is pretty good for a Weizen. Yes. Um, but not, not a whole lot in the way of flavor, unfortunately. Yeah. It's just cloudy and, and a little weedy and it's pretty much it there. Yeah. And, and I kept having to have hot bags filled with liquefied banana around and <coughs> that did not help my fruit fly situation in my apartment <laughs> why didn't you just go the diacetyl route grocer or something well i mean 
there's there's some a little bit of banana flavor, but I do think that it's probably just diacetyl. Like, it's in there. It's just the. I mean, a Dunkelweizen has a maltier flavor than a Hefeweizen, so you're not going to pick up the subtleties of, like, banana diacetyl as easily in that, which is specifically why I used banana, was to make a real banana-y, and it ended up not very banana-y. Gotcha. But I did get to uh, hit bananas with a hammer, which is always fun. <laughs> Do you remember that huge wooden mallet that I got on my 21st birthday? That you stole on your 21st birthday? No, that someone stole and gave to me because I wanted it. Okay. Uh, there have been many times lately that I've used it for brewing. Like, I'll just fill a hot bag with an item and then mash the hell out of it with a hammer. Uh, done that with Skittles, and I've done that with hot peppers, and I've done that with bananas. That sounds very satisfying. It is very satisfying. Well, what do you say? Is it, is it now that time? Rating, uh, yeah. rating time? Yeah, it's rating time. All right. So I I have decided. Um, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give this beer a very standard Tyler rating of a six three. So you know, it it was it was a a nice surprise because I really thought I was going to dislike it. This is a very like European lawnmower beer. I I could have lots of these and I think still feel fine. Um, I really, I don't know, there is some licorice in there that, that is almost too much, but I think it goes really well with everything to be clean and refreshing, and it, I'm glad I tried it. I'm really glad I tried something different. I guess I would, oh, I, I guess I would rate this, or, excuse me, recommend this to, um, I don't know, people who want to feel European. People who want to feel like they are uh, European, or people who want to feel a European? <laughs> People want to feel like they're European. Oh. Well, yeah, you drink too many of these, and you'll certainly be a peon. Yeah, lawnmower beers will do that to you. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I, I was very angsty about this beer, and now I now I feel good about it. You went straight from uh, Ryan Atwood to Seth Cohen on this beer, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, boy. The listeners are going to love that Man, one. Man, that joke is just for us. I didn't even yep. get it. <laughs> Uh, so I had Yamadaba, tried tea porter, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this a 6-2. I feel like I've already described it pretty thoroughly, but I want to give it a 6-2 with an asterisk. Like, 6-2 plus or minus 2.5. Like, and you could go anywhere from thinking this is, like, phenomenal to, like, pretty terrible easily. And, <laughs> and I, I think if someone who really likes chai might really, really dig this beer, um... And someone who thinks that weird beer is bad, which I think are a lot of people, would really hate this. Because this is a weird beer. Uh, and I, I think that, kind of talking about your beer, Dip, I said that I really respect that. And I respect that out of them, even though they can. Uh, they tried something interesting, and I think the flavor profile they picked worked pretty well. But I'm not a big chai guy, so it's not going to get a super high rating from me. So right. I'm going to stick with a 6-2 six, six with an asterisk. Recommend it to anyone who likes to, to – who wants to taste something that's different from a beer they've had before or anyone who really likes chai. I think chai people could get into this. Solid. Cool. Um, so I had the North Coast Brewing Company's Old Rasputin Russian Imperial Stout. 
Um, like I said, I loved it. Um, I've been trying a lot of stouts lately, actually, because I think I've gone through almost every IPA I could get my hands on. Um, and I never really thought I was much of a stout person, but I think I'm coming around to them. Uh, this one was particularly good. It was nice and nice and thick, uh, good mouthfeel. Uh, and then it went down smooth and didn't have that kind of gross aftertaste that I feel like a lot of like coffee or sweet stouts have. Um, some complex flavors, but not really too much too heavy in the coffee or the chocolate or the typical ones. It's a little, little unique. Um, and also it rings in at 9%. And so I will rate this beer at, gosh, I'll give it, I'll give it a nine. Wow. I think it was, I was, I was really impressed with this beer. Um, it's a classic for a reason. And I would recommend it to anyone who's looking to get drunk because you could drink a lot of these because they're delicious. And like I finished mine halfway through the show without even realizing it. How about someone yeah. with a really sophisticated palate for darker beers? Well, implied, yeah. Okay. But. I just – I feel like anyone who wants to get drunk, that, in, that includes sorority freshmen who probably would not really enjoy this. Well, I would still recommend it because that would be kind of funny. But <laughs> You would still recommend it because you like the younger ladies. I don't dislike them. Okay, great. <laughs> You got you got you gonna take us home, Tyler. You got a great finisher. Oh well. Uh, do you know what you're drinking next week, Samuel? Oh no, I completely forgot. Hold on a second. Gonna have to make a run to Steve's. This is my last one. Um, this is Ale Asylum. I feel like I've had a few of these before, and I've said many times before it's Madison's best brewery. Uh, I kind of want to say Wisconsin's best brewery, but I haven't really had a good enough sample size. Uh, this is called Ballistic. It's an IPA and. Uh, it's been getting nicer around here lately, so hopefully by next week it's actually going to be IPA season. Um, I I generally like Ale Asylum's IPAs. Uh, Hopalicious is kind of a is a, is a good standby. I think we've discussed that before. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to trying this. Word. I uh, obviously don't know what I'm going to be getting next week, um, but it'll be something fun as always. Yeah, I don't have much to say either. <laughs> So, I guess that is the end of the show. On behalf of Sam, Boris, and I, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Bruce Day Tuesday podcast. We will be back next week with more articles, more beer, more fun and good times and laughs. And porno. So, thank you for coming by, and don't let the bastards get you down. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bastards get you down? Yeah. I don't think it's bad. I think maybe enunciate a little more next time, but. Alright.